To start off the show, I'm super lucky to be joined in the studio by Joey Zwillinger, who's the co-founder and co-CEO of Allbirds. And I'm going to let Joey talk about what Allbirds is all about. Joey, thanks for coming in. I'm thrilled to be here. I love what you guys do and think you do a wonderful job. So can't wait. All right. Thanks so much. I'm going to point our listeners to your website. You've got a great domain, just allbirds.com. We don't need to spell it. We don't need to say there are hyphens or no hyphens. It's just the two words. Try to all keep it simple. And birds. Keep yeah. it simple. Allbirds.com. Joey, give us the, oh, and one other bit of disclosure. Although I don't think you were my student. You are a Wharton grad. So Wharton yes. grad 20, 2010. Yep, 2010. S- seems like yesterday, but uh, it's been a few years. Or now. two decades ago. I don't know when you look at it. <laughs> all right, Joey, give us the elevator pitch for all birds. Uh, I'll keep this one very brief and and really from a, from a consumer perspective because I think uh, the investor pitch is a little less interesting. We, we set out to make the most comfortable shoe in the world. And, um, and what we did to do that was strip away every single detail of a current construction of a shoe that is unnecessary and either takes away for comfort or is focused on dropping cost or doing something else that's unrelated to our customer. And then we engineered and innovated a fabric, uh, where we packed in fibers from the Merino sheep that are about 20% of the width of a human hair that are typically used in $5,000 suits. And we engineered a fabric that was strong enough to make into a, into a fabric that could be an upper of a shoe. That's the, that's the part that's above your foot. And, and we, we constructed what we think is a great shoe, and we did it uh, in a way that was incredibly sustainable for the planet. And that has so far resonated really well with people. And it turns out we were, we were right when we, when we thought that people bought casual shoes for comfort. That's the number one reason. And Lo and behold, that is that is that has happened. All right. Well, um, I we first met a little more than a year ago when you spoke to my class, and you made the pitch to me that I really ought to be wearing Allbirds. So I I bought a few pairs over over the last year. Which I appreciate. Uh, uh, we're we've got at least two pairs in the studio right now, you and me. Yeah. So uh, let's describe and and one of the things we'll get into in a, a little bit is that you've kept the product line pretty simple. So let's start with your main main item which i think is called the wool runner mm-hmm. correct tell us what that tell our listeners what that shoe looks like describe the shoe for us yeah sure i think it's um <clears throat> it's a sneaker first of all it's a lace-up sneaker uh i think it it uh it doesn't you know most sneakers if you're thinking about an athletic running shoe have more or less the same uh, silhouette if you were if you were to black it out and mm-hmm. just look at the shape around it and i think we don't fit too far apart from that but um the unique thing about our shoe and the wool runner is that we have one seam in the upper. Mm-hmm. So we've constructed this incredibly beautiful uh, textile out of merino wool, uh, and, and we've, we've then created an upper pattern. And, and this is typically done where you have a 2D piece of fabric, you cut a pattern into it, and, and then you, you roll that around a 3D form, which is called the last, mm-hmm. and, and then you sew it together or, or use some other kind of construction. So what's unique about using one seam is that, A, it's really expensive um, to use just one seam. It's not a lot of optimization of material yield. And, and the reason why we, f- we did that is because seams are actually pretty uncomfortable, if you're, particularly if you're going to use it without socks. Um, our, our upper is this melange, which is kind of like a flecked color, mm-hmm. uh, where we have different colors of, of merino wool embedded into our textile. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty unique when you see it on the street. Uh, it's got a, a very lightweight but high compression set, which means 
It's uh, very comfortable and rebounds really well on the bottom, and that's made from a castor bean oil-based polyurethane. Mm -hmm. And then we have an EVA EVA bottom. Okay. All right. So uh, if I were to feed that back to you, I, I would say I, I, I know why you say it's a running shoe, because that is the profile. That is effectively what it looks like yeah. in, in profile. But if you were to look at it in shadow, let's say, but... It, it it lacks all of the hoopla of a, of a running shoe, right? I mean, we, I, in the sense that I wouldn't, I don't think of myself as wearing a run, running shoe when I'm when I'm putting my Allbirds on to go to the office. Yeah, and yeah. And, and definitionally, it is not a running shoe. Right. It is a yeah. casual get around the city shoe. Yeah, I think, and and you alluded to it uh, in in your previous question about we came out with a, with very little fanfare. It was it was one shoe, mm -hmm. and. That's a that's a pretty strange thing to do if you consider us a fashion business, which frankly I don't. Um, but what what was what was interesting is is we looked at uh, we looked at what what typically happens in running shoes and non running shoe casual markets. You go into a shoe store and you're you're typically faced with with the option of about two hundred varieties of shoes, mm -hmm. sometimes much more than that. And the the choices are pretty overwhelming. And and beyond that, every single one is trying to pop off the shelf by putting a really colorful logo, a shiny, a shiny piece of fabric on the side, some paint on the outsole, something kind of crazy that, that really is more designed to, uh, to catch your attention on the mm -hmm. shelf or to bring your attention to the brand. And this, it's interesting. It kind of stems uh, from that point that we decided to start this company. The original curiosity really came from my co-founder, who was a professional athlete, and he, uh, he was the, the vice captain of the New Zealand national soccer team mm -hmm. through the World Cup in 2010. And he got an offer from the athletic shoe company who was sponsoring him at the time that if him and his, and his teammates wore this really bright yellow version of their shoe uh, on TV all at the same time, they'd all get paid an extra bonus. And it was kind of like, you know, it's, it's pretty clear what they're engineering for when, when they propose something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think the same thing is what consumers perceive when they walk into a shoe store or an online shoe store, Zappos.com or anything like that, where you, you go on there and, and you're faced with this kind of paralyzing uh, choice. It's, there's just too many. Mm -hmm. and, and we said, what do we do if we make the sneaker that's going to be, or the shoe, in this case, the sneaker, that's going to be the one solution to what you actually want to use it for? We're not engineering for the marathon runner or the professional athlete on the track. We're looking at the everyday person who has changed their lifestyle completely. They have started to work not just nine to five, but from nine till the end of the day. They're working on the weekends. It's all mobile. So you're blending your personal activities with your work. And when you do that, you need a, a, apparel that fits for a much broader slate of activities. Mm -hmm. And you also need a shoe that's going to be a lot more comfortable because you can't just you know walk around in your uncomfortable leather shoes for uh, throughout all these kinds of activities, huffing around the city. And so, you know, we looked and said, okay, that's what people are using shoes for. What should, how should we make the shoe that actually works for that? And we, we felt that the industry had overlooked that people were, were kind of stealing athletic shoes and using them in, in this use case, but it wasn't appropriate in the workplace. It wasn't appropriate in dinners or lots of other activities because there's lots of logos on the side, as you, mm -hmm. as you said. So we, we kind of stripped all that away. And the whole philosophy of the company in product development is we take away everything that's unnecessary. And it's pretty clear that, that logos are not necessary for comfort. They don't add something to the consumer. Um, so we, we focused on really an anonymous kind of luxury, which is stripping everything away that's unnecessary 
and making it beautifully simple and making it stand out because of that simplicity.